Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie B. Today we're talking twins. Two of them. <laughs> Lazy man's family. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just There's going straight for it, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one and done, but one is two. <laughs> Think about I'm, it. I'm not a twin. Nope, I'm pretty sure I. I was a I was a singleton. Yes. Is in that the, what they're called? Yeah. In the world of twins, a single person is called a singleton. Oh, I thought that was, they were just called regular pregnancy. Regular pregular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's no reason to use the word singleton until twins start coming along. Right, right. Man, I wonder what happened, like, the first person who had twins. I, that probably blew their mind. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's up there with the guy that invented ketchup, I think. <laughs> And I can imagine, like, all, like, everyone's always like, oh, well, people have a, have a baby, and then you had two of them, they'd be like, what the fuck? They probably were like, she is something else. That lady really knows how to do it. Well, I think it may predate people. I think that well, sure, other, yeah. I think that other mammals have double babies. <laughs> do gorillas have double babies? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I'm just assuming, Dupin- don't they look... Dupinobos? Oh, definitely. Don't they look like they could double dip? Probably. Like, like who's closest related to it? That's, not bon- that's bonobos, right? I think bonobos are maybe, the, are maybe one of the more social breeds of primate. I think chimps are maybe the closest to us, but I, d- I don't know. Up. I'm going to look it up. Know. I'm going to look it up. Closest related... What are they called? Humans. <laughs> Animal to humans <laughs> there we go chimpanzees you're right i thought it was bonobos for some reason well because bonobos are just more entertaining than let's see twin chimpanzees babies yes i want to see the baby ones that would yeah oh yeah you could do two chimps easy let's see them yeah they just look like regular chimps only there's two oh, of them. they look exactly <laughs> alike look at that guy <laughs> oh man <laughs> I can look at him later. He's pretty good looking though. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you could do two chimps at once. Easy. Knock them out. One, two. And there's, I mean, uh, you can, cows can have two. Do you have twin cows? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's even a thing when cows have twins. If you have a female and a male cow, sometimes the female cow comes comes out and she's all like roided up. Oh, really? Yeah. When you have a male and a female cow that are fraternal twins uh-huh. and they come out the and the female is all roided out, she's like sterile. Like, you know, when you do like donkey business. <laughs> Yeah, donkey business. Like when you get a donkey and a cow and you make a dow. Yeah, right. Like when you start, (laughs) you start playing Dr. Doolittle with these fuckers. Right, Uh It's one of those. And a female cow that comes out and she's all sterile and her chromosomes are weird and her hormones are all jacked up. She's called a free martin. A what? A free martin. So what are they about? It's just cow business. Like, so they can't do milk. Could they not do milk? I don't know. I don't, I would assume not. Because yeah. if they can't do babies, they probably can't do milk. So they just chill. They're like, like slackers. I think they're cow called, slackers. I think they're called free martins because they just fly around. They're free. They're not chained down. Right. They're, they could do whatever they want. Hmm. Think about it. So before we get further into the world of cows. <laughs> I can stay in the world of cows all day. <laughs> <laughs> I I could live in a world of cows. You right. know, some people say it really smells 
like cow shit. That's the number one thing. Whenever you go to a cow field or a cow farm or even the state fair in the barn where they have the cows that they're going to show, uh-huh. inevitably, somebody walking in will say, that smells like cow shit. But really, cow shit doesn't smell that bad. Right. So like if you have, this is a dumb question, if you have cows in their, in your field and they, they poop when they're out and about, do you have to go clean that up? I don't think so. It's just grass and it just basically melts into the grass. And it's good for it. Yeah, because I mean, you use manure as a fertilizer. Right, right. I'm just trying to think, because you know, like, in my life, I think a lot, like, what if I had some cows? What if I just, like, gave it all up and I ran away to the woods and I got a farm in the woods and it was just me and you and some cows? And probably knowing that, I don't think that she can support herself. No, she could. I mean, look, everybody in America in the future is going to be dumb and uneducated anyway, either because of, you know, one thing or another, fill in the blank. So I think just letting your kid ride a cow around in a field instead of going to school, probably fine. Right. And you know what? We're pretty smart. Like, it'll be fine. We got her a pretty good education up to 13. The rest of it can be coasting. You know what? My grandmother quit school by now and she was fine. What's wrong with a little cow coasting? Right. Right. What did she ride? Probably a goat. <laughs> she ride a goat? I don't know if she had a goat. What animal did your grandmother ride? Sound off in the discord. <laughs> I don't know if she had goats. Riding a wild dog. What would your grandmother ride? A wild pig? A hog? I think... Let me think about my two grandmothers. I think... <laughs> I can't speak for the one I didn't meet. She got too old too fast. <laughs> and the other one, I would say... I would say she probably wouldn't ride a wild animal for fun, but I think if she had to get somewhere fast, I think she could get on a hog and make it go. Right. I was just trying to think of like what kind of animals are rideable out there. I guess Kentucky is known for horses, not hogs. Kentucky is basically known for horses. If you're going to ride... And- <laughs> If Not you're going to ride an animal in Kentucky, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know why I went to pigs immediately, but they should have a Kentucky pig derby. That would really spotlight on Kentucky. I mean, we have pig racing in Ohio. I'm sure they have it in Kentucky, too. Well, right. I, I know, but I'm saying that they should make it like big time pig racing. Like creme de la creme pig racing. Finest hogs in America. You get them all, round them up. Round them up, bring them to Kentucky. Same place where they do the horse race. Yeah. Everyone could get just as excited about it. Everyone could wear hats and have special cocktails. All of it. Everyone loves it for horses. Like, why wouldn't you love it for pigs, too? But I would like it more for pigs, probably. So the Kentucky Derby is for horses. Uh-huh. What would you call the pig event? Um, Kentucky Perby. <laughs> for pig derby. <laughs> What would you call it? I don't have anything that could even approach Perby. (laughs) So I would probably, I would probably go with that. Yeah. Perby. Yeah. Meet me at the Kentucky Perby. I'll be betting on hogs. I really think they need an event. Like when they do South by Southwest, they always have unofficial South by Southwest. That's like grittier. I think this would be the gritty alternative to the Derby. Right. Because everybody is too dressed up and it's too short. 
you know what? They get all dressed up and then they run their little sea biscuit and he's done. He's the winner. You cash your bets in. And it's just everybody got all dressed up and put the hats on for 30 seconds of fun. Right. The purby would be all day. Right. And those pigs would keep running. <laughs> they stay running. You don't get to do 30 seconds and go back and get brushed. You got to put in the work. You're a pig. Right. Right. You got to make sure you run because losers, barbecue. Yeah. We eat that's losers. Just, that's the thing. <laughs> I feel like the ban on horse meat in America has got... The sea biscuits sitting too pretty. I think (laughs) (laughs) they don't really have an incentive. That's why the little guys got to hit them. And I don't think that's right. I think, you know, just straight, regular animal kingdom food chain. Let that be the incentive. Right. Life is the incentive. Right. Run, Buster. Run, bitch. (laughs) So, Natalie. Yes. What are twins? Twins are two offspring produced by the same pregnancy. They could either be monozygotic meaning that they develop from one zygote that splits into two embryos, or they're dizygotic, which means that they are two babies that come from two separate eggs developing on their own, just coincidentally at the same time. Just friend eggs. Yeah, neighbors. Neighbor babies. (laughs) Yeah. What about doppelgangers? (laughs) We talked about doppelgangers, didn't we? That's like you. It would be it would be same as you. What are you talking about? Like if you, if someone saw you somewhere else, if like you were here and then someone called me and they're like, Andy is over at the grocery store. I'm like, no, he's over here. If you were like, it was like a double. Oh, I was think yeah, I was thinking more, yeah. I was just thinking about people that look alike more than like a prismatic appearance of a spirit. <laughs> oh, you mean people who look like a lot of like I just saw a shimmery version of your spouse. <laughs> He had a characteristic glint in his eye, and he looked mischievous. <laughs> he was walking around over by the playground like he normally is, but he was home at the same time. Explain it. It's a mystery. Has your husband walked through the mirror into another dimension lately? I think I, think I may have spotted him if so. Right. <laughs> so, do you know any twins? I have some cousins that are twins. Yeah, that counts. You yeah. know them. Yeah. Those are, the only, those are the only ones I know. I don't think I know any... Uh, there's like no... Gosh, now I'm really thinking hard. Because if I do have a friend who is a twin and I forget and I say I don't know any, they're going to really get their feelings hurt. I just, <laughs> are they though? <laughs> I don't have... I don't have uh, like a... You know, the only, the only twins I can think of is I went to school with these twins that were called the Dicks. The Dicks? Because their last name was Dick. Oh, yeah. Time was you could have your name be Dick. Right. And your first name could be Dick and your last name. Dick. Well, they used to say back in like Twilight Zone times, they would say Tom, Harry, and Dick. Mm-hmm. Those were like the three most common names. Yeah. Today, you would say Connor, Jackson, and Braden. <laughs> Aiden, Braden, and Jaden. Yeah. Every Aiden, Braden, and Jaden on this block is going to be wanting to play the new Frisbee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but uh, I don't. I don't remember their first names. I probably shouldn't dox them anyway. What? Just don't dox people. Just pretend you pretend you know their names. Their names are Joe and Schmo. But neighbor n- guys, you know. But so the, the... <laughs> were they your neighbors? I, I was jumping ahead. I mean, they lived. They lived somewhere in the neighborhood. I don't okay. think uh, you know. It was like third or fourth grade. Sure. But here's the thing: is the other kids used to talk about them, and the one thing the other kids used to say is, you know, their dad's name is Harry. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then they'd wait, and if you didn't immediately get it, they'd say Harry Dick. <laughs> 
was his name actually Harry? And well, so here's the thing is I just always, I was like, haha, I get it, please. And <laughs> several years ago, so there was this period, you know, we got out of high school in the 90s and then you were not in contact with people. We've talked about this. There was this big gap when you weren't in contact with people. And like, if somebody you knew had gone to college and they were on email, like you d wouldn't even necessarily be able to email them because you wouldn't know like how to look for their email, right? Uh -huh. And so people would leave town or you would just not be in contact with them because you weren't in school with them and you would just never see them. They were, they were gone forever, yeah. And they were essentially gone forever. <laughs> I remember I switched I switched schools. We moved like 10 miles from one place. We moved closer to the city at some point when I was a kid. And I switched schools and I still lived like within, you know, 10 miles of anybody I would have wanted to talk to. But I was like, I'm never going to see any of these people again. But it was true. I didn't. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Uh, actually, uh, I, I had a friend that was in my old school and then I moved and then several years later, like I was in high school and then suddenly he was in my high school and I was like, hey, it's me. And he was like, hey, and I was like, well, I guess we don't have anything to talk about. Like, I don't know. Do you still like having a sixth birthday? <laughs> <laughs> and what do you, what would I have in common with you? He's really tall now. I, j right. Right, right. <laughs> I, when I was a kid, I moved around a lot. You never moved, did you? I moved once. Once. One time. I moved fucking a ton of times. It's always moving. Yeah, well, so, uh, yeah, so a few years ago, a few years ago, I looked it up and the motherfucker's name was Harold. Oh, it really was Harry Dick. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's I, good, though. Old Harry Dick. <laughs> he probably made people call him Harold. I would absolutely I'd make people call me uh, Richard the Harold. <laughs> I would change my name. Changing your name is, like, not that hard. If your name is Harry Dick and you go into the judge and you say, my name is Harry Dick, can I please have it be something different? He'd be like, yes, you can. Pick something. Like, can, can my <laughs> name be Mark instead? Mark Dick? <laughs> like, I don't need to, like, disown my family or anything, but just don't, I don't want to be called Harry Dick anymore. <laughs> I would change my last name. It's just sometimes things change. Like if a big rap song came out and it was like, uh, kiss my D, but he spelled it D-E-E. -E, and then everybody started calling their dick D-D-E-E. -E. Uh -huh. Like, would you stay Natalie D? You probably would. I probably would, yeah. But I think not a lot of people would be that strong. I think a lot of people, especially if they were still, you know, in I have school. Like a lot, I have a lot of intestinal fortitude. I can, I yeah. can accept my fate. I'm like, yes, okay, all right. <laughs> it's pretty dumb to ask the one person I know that cares about things less than me. Like, <laughs> would you be really bound up in this? <laughs> have you ever seen me bound up in anything, really? <laughs> like, can I change it? No, then I'm not going to fucking worry about it. No biggie. It's fine. This is my life now. My name means penis now. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you said you only knew one set of twins. Yeah. The Dick Brothers. Yeah, just the one pair. Yeah. So you have you, have you caught up with them lately? Are they still twins? No. And, uh... <laughs> You know, same situation. Hey, what have you been doing since we were eight? <laughs> cool. What's up? So what happened your entire life? <laughs> right. 
Wait. <laughs> it's really hard to catch up with. I mean, it would just not, it would not even be catching up. It would just be like, it would essentially be like a stranger. And then you'd be like, oh, word, you know what? I think I went to school with you at some point And I looked your dad up and he is Harry Dick. <laughs> I was Googling your dad the other day, man. <laughs> That is always that is the best that is the best intro to anybody. Like, uh, it's been real. It's been real cold. Yeah, it's it been is. real cold, and somebody moved in down the street. Uh huh. Unconnected. I don't think they were coming here for the weather or anything. But so we got a package, and it was like for this neighbor, and I've never seen the neighbor. I've never talked to him, which is really unusual because I usually walk up and up and down all the streets around here every single fucking day, right? Right. So if I see somebody and I don't recognize and they're like in a house where I'm like, hey, that's that house that was for sale. And then I saw a moving truck at the house. Now there's a guy there with his dog. Right. I would say hi. I'd be like, hey, I live down the street. What's up? Right? Right. Anyway, didn't know the guy, but we got his mail. So I got his name. So I Googled him. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh -huh. What did you find out about him? He's a doctor. Oh, yeah. Tucking that one in my cap. So when, you know, when conditions finally ease because, you know. Conditions. Conditions of the world right now. The pendulum always swings back. Eventually it yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the great flu pandemic finally settled down. People don't get bubonic plague much anymore. Don't think about how long it took for that to happen. <laughs> but it'll finally settle down. And one day I'll see him and uh, I'll be like, hey, I live down here. And he'll be like, oh, cool. I just moved here in the winter of 2022. And I'll say, I know. <laughs> And then he'll be like, my name is David. And I'll say, I know. <laughs> You'd be like, my wife's a doctor too. <laughs> You'd be like, oh yeah, I'm an eye, ears, nose, and throat doctor. What does your wife do? She's a metaphysician. <laughs> yeah, and come to, come to think of it, that's probably why I've never seen the motherfucker is because there's like a whole medical thing happening. Right, I don't know if you've right, heard about this. Right, yeah. That's why it pays to be a metaphysician instead of a regular physician. <laughs> <laughs> you just worry about keeping your vibes right instead of having to touch strangers. <laughs> so, how many twins are there? Uh, dozens. Well, the rate of twin birth in the United States is 16.7 per 1,000. So like one and a half percent. So if you know 100 people, one and a half of them will be twins. Right. You would probably know both of them. Maybe. You might you might know a twin and not know. Because if, if you didn't really get into the biographical information, they might not ever spit it out. You might see the the guy and his twin uh -huh. just around. I think that af after a certain point, though, I think that like once you're out of like college, maybe, like you probably don't hang out with your twin that much. And so I, th I think that once you're like a 40 or 50 year old person, you might know someone who's a twin and have never met their brother or sister. Yeah, for sure. Because they just see their siblings on holidays or whatever because people move all over the place and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or maybe they live in the house together and they married twins also and they have a giant hell family well i have two uncles 
who were brothers, and uh, they married a pair of sisters. Oh, yeah. So I've got some relatives that are probably probably share an unusual amount of their genome with each other. Right. Were they cousins also? Were they? No. I think it's like the John Kerry, George Bush, where you can go back 11 generations and they're related. Right. But functionally, no. Right. So, okay, actually, if you have a set of twins and they marry another set of twins, they are called a quaternary marriage. And if both sets of twins have children, then the children are technically siblings, even if they're cousins. Really? Uh-huh. Because the amount of DNA they share and stuff. I wonder how many times that's happened. Probably not very many. Probably not a lot of times. Probably not. I don't imagine that happens very often. Or maybe it does happen often. Maybe maybe you're at college and you're like, oh, I'm a twin. And then someone comes up and he's like, I have a twin sister. And they're like, oh, we should go on a double date. I bet you it happens all the time. Oh, I bet because people will always do that thing where you'll be talking to them and then they will like make connections in their brain and then it, it doesn't occur to them how weird it is. And like if you if you spelled it back to them how weird it was, they would see that it was weird, but you don't do it because you don't want them to be embarrassed. Right. But people have told me before, like, my brother has a big beard too. <laughs> You oh. should meet my brother. Oh, should oh, I? Sh- yeah, man. We both we have might get tang- on our face. We might get tangled up like Velcro, man. I don't know Rat if that's King. a good idea. <laughs> you guys would have to get married then. Get all tangled up. Our genes would be especially related and stuff. Yeah. We'd be cousins. Right. <laughs> I would have two husbands on the... <laughs> They're we've already together by the face. We've already <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> Did we? I think we talk about if I had two of you. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be yeah. good times. <laughs> That's the thing. I think if you're I think if you're twins, you wouldn't really switch off. I think the novelty factor would be minimal. But I bet you that if you were a twin, every single person you ever went out with would try to convince you to have a three way with your sibling. Probably. But I, I bet I, you that would happen you? all the time. Wouldn't you? I don't I think that it would be more likely if you were a chick with a twin sister. I think it would be more likely that the guy would be like, I want to fuck both of you. Oh, I would never ask. <laughs> no, I, you'd never ask. Right. You have to wait for them to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine wanting to do that. <laughs> if it's their idea. <laughs> I mean... It's hypothetical anyway. I don't like people that look alike. Yeah. <laughs> that was just crazy. Say something like that. <laughs> You could be more likely to have fraternal twins. Like if your ovaries are like more likely to like shoot out a whole bunch of eggs at once, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But there is no reason for identical twinning. There's like no, it's just luck of the dice. Luck of the luck of the dice. <laughs> luck of the dice is a good one. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just it, it's just one embryo, and then instead of going ahead and divides, it just splits into two first, and then there you go. Right. You're really going now, uh, buddy. Like, oh no! Right. Uh, really got it moving, yeah. Right. <laughs> But there is only a one in 1,000 chance of having triplets. That would actually be a nightmare. Uh, you remember we met that lady who was having triplets? Who? In the hospital. Oh, wait, did you meet her? Because no. I had to go and take CPR class in the hospital. When oh, you were... I was on drugs. I was on drugs and I was asleep. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, after Nona was born, they made, uh, I guess in my mind, I thought it was us. Maybe it was just me made me go to a special CPR class and learn how to put her in the car seat. And, and it was us. And then there was somebody else there. And it was like a couple and they were either about to have or had already had triplets. And so it was a special like small baby, because Nona was a little premature, and their their babies. When you have two or three at once, they're always yeah. They're I mean, always I might have gone to that. I was I was so jacked up, like for like probably two months after Nona was born. They were just like giving me all kinds of fucking crazy pain pills and shit, and I just like snoozed and snoozed for days and days. Well, so and- it, so in my head, like thinking back then, it's kind of like my William S. Burroughs period. <laughs> I was like, I was on the nod, man. <laughs> Dunhill's Chivas yeah. CPR class. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> I think, really, if you were to say, I went to an infant CPR class high on perks. <laughs> if I went, I was high on perks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that sounds really unwholesome. But you were just trying to be a good mom. Right. Well, they diced me up so much that they had me on the heavy-duty perks. I couldn't stay awake for fucking weeks. I just was always falling asleep. Like, <laughs> He was passing the fuck out all the time. All the time. Yeah, they had you on the stuff without Tylenol, the stuff where <laughs> yeah. you're lucky nobody outside the hospital found out that's what you had on you. <laughs> right? They were big ones too, man. I was fucked up on all kinds of shit. Yeah, so I don't remember any of that stuff. That was uh that was two thousand eight too. That was uh that was before they even really started controlling the Sacklers in any way. They were just <laughs> handing it out. Well, they were giving me Oxycontin like every every four hours the whole time I was there. <laughs> Probably gave you a little four color pen where you could click the different colors and it said Roxycodone on the side. <laughs> so what about what about when you do more than three kids? Uh, there were three thousand five hundred and fifty six sets of quadruplets in two thousand seven. That is like seriously no, thank you. That's basically nobody on earth though. Yeah. yeah. Thirty five hundred sets. Yeah. Okay. So that's like twelve thousand of them or something like that. Uh quintuplets occur naturally one in every 55 million births and the first ones of those to survive were the dion quintuplets in, oh yeah in the 1930s yeah they were famous at the uh-huh. time yeah they they were not treated nicely i can't think of anybody that was treated nicely in 1934 that wasn't really a great time for human rights that was like really they were treated especially badly like i'm not even gonna get into it because this is a feel-good podcast guys if you want to have a bummer town go read about the dion quintuplets <laughs> so they keep going what about sex tuplets uh sex tuplets are not common mm-hmm. there were set in 1983 in liverpool england that were the first all-female surviving sex tuplets they were the fourth known set of surviving sex tuplets overall right and then mm-hmm. the john and kate plus eight had sex tuplets oh that's right two of the eight uh-huh they were from hershey pennsylvania i didn't know that i didn't know that either i watched a few episodes of that show they were not having a great time no they had like they their relationships stressed me out i have really i, I mean i must have really high standards for relationships but i can't deal with like watching people like not vibing together <laughs> you guys need to get your vibes right man <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of passive aggression. Yeah. I feel like maybe the guy thought that he was going to have six additional kids and he was just going to drive his little Mazda Miata around and that was still going to be his hobby. Right. (laughs) 
I feel like the lady thought that having eight kids at once was going to be more glamorous than it was. <laughs> yeah. I think they both had some personal issues, but I didn't know them, so I don't know. I'm just speculating based on the way the TV show was edited. Yeah, right. I hope they're having fun now, wherever they are. I hope they're having a great time. I hope that their kids are all great and that they're all like... Just cheesed as shit. They're just fucking loving life. I just hope it, all I eight of them. And we recent, we very recently talked about the Octo Mom. Yeah. Who had eight at once. Yeah, yeah. In May of 2021, in Morocco, a 25-year-old woman had nonuplets. Oh. <laughs> at some point, you gotta say no. No. Nocho. <laughs> no, thanks mundo. <laughs> It's a big negatory on my end there, boss. <laughs> I hope everybody's healthy and happy. <laughs> now, that, now that you've done that, I hope everything works out okay. Right. Um. So they do studies on twins sometimes to try to figure out about, like, genetics and environmental influences on how they act and all that kind of shit, right? And they compare monozygotic and dizygotic twins and just... See what's up with them, right? So like, oh, these guys were separated at birth, and then look at them. They are so much like. Yeah, uh, that's that's fine. I get that there's important things to research, but I feel about that the same way I kind of feel about space. Yeah. Which is, check this out. When I shoot a little Kool-Aid out of my space straw, it just hangs there in the air, and then I'm going to be like, yump, and I'm going <laughs> to just yump it up. Right, right. <laughs> Man, that's what you guys are doing. No, we got to find out how plants grow. All right, man, plants grow all fucked up in space. There's no gravity. Right, they're just like, whoa, fucked up. Sometimes people that are twins are all the same and their stuff is all the same, even if they're not looking at each other. Sometimes it's different. <laughs> Let's cool it on the twin experiment funding for a second. Right. <laughs> Like, so what? We found out these two guys have so much in common. So what? What are we going to do about it? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Good for I them. Got, I got a lot of stuff in common with the guy whose beard I tangled with. <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Right. <laughs> um, so there's something called cryptophagia, which is when twins will invent like a new language that only they understand yeah and so they will just like babble at each other with their own made-up words i've heard about that it says that up to 50 percent of twins will have their own language that they use to communicate with each other that cannot be understood by other people and it is usually onomatopoetic expressions and parts of words from adult language that they adapt to their own little bullshits okay so it's like kind of a, a pigeon yeah 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 and they go for it man they just blah, 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 blah. yeah they're probably that's the thing is if you got two of them you probably don't want to give them separate baby rooms right because honestly a whole separate room is kind of a waste on a baby anyway mm -hmm. you get this whole room you're gonna stay in your little box anyway right right you get a little shelf of diapers diapers are small because you're small <laughs> your stuff is small man you don't need a whole lot of space you could put you could very easily if you and your neighbor had a baby at the same time you could put your babies in the same room you <laughs> just move them in roommates <laughs> you and your neighbor just like who gets the two kids just whatever man it's <laughs> Well, obviously, you still own your own one that you started with. It's like when you go to doggy daycare, who owns the dog? It's still your dog. Right. <laughs> 
talk about who owns the kid now. Well, I'm just saying, like, you just send your kids to a neighbor's house to sleep overnight, and then they take care of the babies overnight. You just, like, get a nice snooze. No. Okay, I should have explained this more. No, what you do, you and your neighbor, your neighbor lives where? At his house. Next to you. Uh Uh-huh. You and your neighbor both have babies at the same time. Wow. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) I know what you were doing, brother. So, your neighbor next to you, you put new room between your houses. Oh, you're building a third, an extra room in the middle. Yeah, because your houses just have yard there and you're not using it. Because you can't, if you go right out in the yard that's right next to your neighbor's house, it's like, I I have a limit to what I can do out here. He's probably watching me. Right, right. He is watching you. So... You make the little third room. You make a third sort of house <laughs> in between your houses. Baby hut. Yeah, and this could be this could be worth a lot of money. <laughs> right. <laughs> How much money do you think we can make off this? About thirty-five thousand dollars. Okay, so <laughs> this is a thirty-five thousand dollar idea. <laughs> you, your name, two babies. Hey, name. <laughs> Extra room. Uh-huh. Do babies get cold? Does it have no. to be heated? They don't. Easy. <laughs> they're, they're rugged. They're built to last. If right. babies, <laughs> if babies weren't built to last, there wouldn't be any people. Right. That's true. So your two babies, same room. You guys could go in. You're checking on your baby. Just take a peek at the neighbor's baby. <laughs> like, yeah, your baby's awake. See how they're. Yeah, exactly. See how they're doing. Right. Make sure everything's cool. And then you know when they're in checking on their baby, they're going to look at yours. You can't just not look at a baby. Right, right. Your baby pooped. It's instinct. Right, Right, exactly. So it's just a little idea I had kind of reduced the burden. Because I think... Parents are expected to do it all. You right. expect you still have to go to your work. You still have to maintain an Instagram account. You yeah, you have to maintain your baby's Instagram account too. Yeah, yeah, and that's hard because you're like, hey, everybody, it's me, the baby. You know when people write and they're like, I'm the dog. <laughs> right. It's me. Ruff, I'm ruff. the. <laughs> I'm the dog. Mark. Bar- I love getting dog treats. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. That's the worst. It's like a sixth grade writing exercise. I hate baths. I'm a dog. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee you, the dog does not think you're his mom. (laughs) If the dog's talking about you, he doesn't refer to you as his mom. (laughs) Right. Right. He doesn't. No. This motherfucker's giving me a bath. (laughs) Look at this bitch. Bipedal fucking moron. <laughs> do I like pets? What the fuck do you think? <laughs> so, did you know that one out of every eight pregnancies starts out as multiple? No. But the other fetus will like disappear. It will like disintegrate and vanish. Like you'll have two, and then oh, there's just one there now, man. That's kind of spooky. Yeah. It's called vanishing twin syndrome. And sometimes they say that there will be two zygotes and then they fuse into one. And sometimes you will get like a chimeric embryo. Oh, and so you'll have an adult that'll grow up that'll kind of be... Two in one. Kind of be two different people. I think the thing that I like most about the twin idea is it really really kind of breaks the notion of being an independent person. Right. And it really kind of interferes with your own mental idea that you are unique. Because 
the truth is that nobody is really unique. Right. No, huh? Not at all. No one is special and no one is unique. I mean, I think your fingerprints are unique, but who cares? Right. That's not important. Basically, listen, if it's only important to cops, it's not important. Right. Right. Exactly. Like, I truly believe that everyone is exactly the same and any difference between people is just a result of that base material that everyone is like going through different experiences and different like conditions and different like variables and what can happen to a person but at the very root of it everyone is exactly the same i think that people are more similar too even if people are unique in many ways i just think your unconscious mind is always just gonna be running the same software you know what i mean right right i think that everybody's unconscious i think that's wow we've already talked about the unconscious if you haven't heard that i think that was a paid episode which means you gotta subscribe like we keep telling you right right we usually put the bullshitty episodes for the paid episodes episodes because we we get into the weird stuff and we think that you will like it more <laughs> by bullshitty like, you, like not bullshitty like it's not cool like bullshitty like woo woo shit because we figured you already you appreciate us so we'll take you into the weirder places too it's a little it just gets a little bit more astral sometimes right right so what is the deal with a chimera a person that's a chimera not like the D monster um okay so a chimera is when you have a single organism that has cells with more than one genotype and so you could have blood cells that are different blood types or you could have like both male and female sex organs you can have like different skin tones you could, like and it just is expressed in different ways like but you have two variables in one guy that trips me out i mean it is what it is and if you're a person if you have two different genotypes in your body you're basically the same as everybody else right right you just got some cells that are different from each other which doesn't matter because your guts are full of bacteria and those are totally different that's a whole those are those are different species than you anyway right right and you're just driving this car anyways who cares what it's made out of yeah it definitely also has me pondering in the stoner type way of like you order a pizza man and then you eat the pizza and then the pe your body uses the pizza and now the pizza is you man It's always been you. I've just... You I just, are the pizza, man. Think about it. I've been thinking about that all the time since I was like, I don't know. I would think I was a kid and I figured out that you are the peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I was eating different stuff back then. Right, right. <laughs> so there has been a whole bunch of chimeras, right? There was a Dutch sprinter who was expelled from the 1950 national team because she was a mosaic. She had a mosaic expression of her of her sex chromosomes. And so she had both XX and XY. Okay. They there was a woman who had two different blood types. Um, that she and she had that because she had a twin brother and so there was probably like twin to twin transfusion or something like that oh wow and they did a study in 1996 that said that blood group chimerism is not particularly rare so you could be walking around with like o and a and not even know right right um there was a woman in 2002 who was denied public assistance because um dna evidence implied that she was not the mother of her children but she was a chimera and 
she had two sets of DNA and her children had one set of DNA and then when they tested her, they pulled up the other one. I have heard of that. I like that they are so deeply distrustful of somebody who wants assistance in taking care of their kids that they will subject them right. to fucking genetic tests. What if you would, had adopted a kid and then you needed aid? Well, there's a question. <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. Right. I guess, uh, where did that happen? I mean, it happened in America. I know it happened in America. It happened in Washington State. Okay, well. So in 2002, there was a woman who was in the New England Journal of Medicine who was a tetragametic chimera. So that would imply four different genotypes. She just got a soup going, yeah. So that kind of makes you think how much of that DNA testing is legitimate that they do in like crime scenes and stuff. Well, I mean, they get a little tiny bit of DNA and then they amplify it. Right, right. That's the same thing they do. I believe it's similar to what they do when they do a PCR test. Yeah. Is they take a little tiny bit of DNA and they run it through something to multiply it. But I'm sure that said one in eight people, one in 12 people, something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was one in eight. So think about the people that are walking around and are chimeras and don't even know. I mean, you could have just one of your hands. That's total Twilight Zone. You could have just one of your hands have different genes mm -hmm. than the rest of your body. Yeah. And if you committed a crime with that hand, they'd never find you. <laughs> so you, my I'm, crime hand and my not crime hand. <laughs> <laughs> My nice hand and my vice hand. <laughs> so genetically, look, if you're going to go out and do crime, you know, people always have this problem with 23andMe. They say, oh, I don't want people to have my genes. Right. I don't want people to have this information. Uh, you know, maybe things could come up in the future. And yeah, maybe it turns out I was stupid to have you know, some genetic traits I have analyzed and find that like I don't metabolize things correctly, which means I can't take certain medications, et cetera, et cetera. I have risk factors for X, Y, and Z, so I can make informed decisions about my health. That's very helpful to me. Maybe something will come up in the future, but basically the only trouble you get into by testing yourself genetically is if you're out committing crimes. Right, right. Well, also there's an issue with people who have bone marrow transplants, right? Um, In 2019, there was a guy who got a bone marrow transplant and then they did cheek swabs and stuff on him and then when he got that done it showed mixed DNA on him. Ooh. Uh, another guy was shown to have committed a rape when he was in prison and they found out that he had donated bone marrow to his brother and his brother was the rapist. Oh, Jesus Christ. So like, so think about that. DNA evidence isn't so foolproof if you think about it. There's like a lot of weird stuff going on with it. There is, and just getting a bone marrow transplant changes the DNA of your body. The The one bone marrow transplant I know of is who I believe is either the first or second person in the world to be functionally cured of AIDS. Yeah. There was a guy who got AIDS. He got a bone marrow transplant because he got leukemia and it had depleted his bone marrow mm -hmm. or something. He got a bone marrow transplant and the next time he got his T cells checked, they were like, oh, you're fine and we don't see the HIV virus anywhere. Right. Right. And it turned out that getting a bone marrow transplant from somebody and they're... Uh, 
I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm sure there was some characteristic with this other person he got the bone marrow from. But he got cured of AIDS until he died. So he died not AIDS. Yeah, he died of leukemia. Oh, okay. Which is kind of a bummer because that's really the whole reason they were doing it in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. But hey, that's a uh, that's good medicine, man. That's a lot better than putting two twins in different boxes and asking them if they can tell what the other one's thinking. <laughs> right. Was that guy the first guy who had AIDS who got a bone marrow transplant? Was he the first guy who, who was he the first one to what? receive yeah. a bone marrow? I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think, I mean, there's so many people with AIDS. Yeah, but you don't hear about it anymore because almost all of the places with the highest incidences of AIDS are in Africa. Right. And so we just kind of gave him some antiretrovirals and said, have fun. Right. That's America's aid. <laughs> so did you know that the birth rate for twins has increased 76% since 1980? Wow. Is that like, is that because of like better conditions or why? I don't know. Maybe it's because of people doing um, reproductive medicine, maybe. Oh. Stuff like that. Yeah, that IVF, they'll, uh, they'll get your embryos going and they'll put a bunch of them in. That's what happened to Octomom. Right, right. There is myths that say that twins have ESP with each other. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. There was no... That's because we have ESP. And I knew you were thinking about it. Do you think we have ESP with each other? I think we have a little bit. Just a, I don't think it's anything major. I think we might have about 1%. I think that you and I know each other so well that I could communicate things to you with, uh, with a series of like eye motions and facial expressions. And you, could, you know what I'm talking about. I think it's probably context clues rather than ESP. Yeah. yeah. Maybe about 1% ESP. Right, right. I don't know. I did that card test. Yeah, that we were doing the, what are they called? Z Zener cards? I think cards. cards, yeah. You're doing those Zener cards, and when I really try really hard to think about the card I, I'm holding up and try to beam it into your head, it seems like you do better. I got the very lowest amount of score where it said you might you might be psychic. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've taken the Zener cards a couple times, and I've gotten readings that said I was psychic and I've gotten readings that said I was not. I don't I don't think that I'm psychic though. I think that I just brought in my connection with my higher self and then I just like let it say stuff to me. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that the concept of ESP as it exists in pop culture is maybe something that is a couple degrees beyond what humans can do. Because I think having telepathy and transmitting thoughts and seeing things that are hidden, I think that is like so much of a higher ability that it's probably very difficult to cultivate if a person could do it at all. Right. I don't think it's it's just like in the Jetsons, like it, it's a very like atomic age Jetson type thing. Like in the Jetsons, they got a robot to clean their house. And in modern days, you get an undocumented immigrant to clean your house. Right, right. Like the world produces solutions to problems, but they're not idyllic and hurt no one. They're awful and hurt everyone. Right, right. So I think ESP as it's constructed is like a little bit too complex of an idea to actually be real. I think it might be possible 
to transmit thoughts, but I don't think it's like I put a box in your mind and you say box and it turns out the card was box. Right. I don't think that communication in between like two separate people is necessarily something that happens very often or is possible. I do think that you can really get on some bullshit and you can really work really hard with like meditation and like making your mind still and shit and you can really like cultivate your own intuition but when you add the other person into it like they would have to put as much effort into it as you did yeah and that's the thing with group projects yeah right right (laughs) and intuition is different than communicating with somebody else like intuition is like trusting yourself enough that when your gut tells you something you believe it well and intuition has a lot to do with the unconscious mind right and we talked about this recently but i think it's completely possible that when you say intuition, you could be talking about a combination of the personal unconscious and the collective unconscious. Right, right. Because if consciousness is, you know, just mediated by the physical brain rather than generated by it, then if what you're doing is interpreting signals you're getting from elsewhere, then it's entirely possible for you to have what would seem to be extrasensory perception. Right. Where it's just basically the same process that everybody else undergoes. You're just putting it together better. Right, right. Which seems like a skill you could develop as opposed to beaming three wiggly lines into somebody's mind. (laughs) Right. I mean, I can work on myself and work on my own intuition and really feel like I'm making progress with that. But I really, I don't see how I could reliably transmit an image of a black square into your head and have you like reliably be able to get it. And then that is like not very useful also. Like beyond, beyond communicating shapes to you (laughs) in your head. Like I don't know. That's like not particularly useful. Right. Well, and I also, I also think that the thought processes that people have are abstract and not necessarily symbolic. And so, you know, abstracting a thought you have into a symbol and then expecting someone else's mind to pick up that same symbol when in fact their mind may encode that symbol in a different way. Right. Based on their own experience in their own brain. So I think it would be totally possible that you could somehow form an ability to transmit something to another person, but you could be transmitting to them a black square and their mind interprets that as like them doing a dance on the floor when they were a kid. Right. And they're sitting there trying to interpret it and they start thinking about themselves dancing and they're like, no, I need to focus. Right, exactly. So what did you learn today about twins? I feel like they challenge the concept of self while at the same time revealing just what is so beautiful about nature. Sometimes you have a baby and two come out. Right. Sometimes you and your neighbor both have babies, different babies, same house, third house in between your houses. Right, exactly. Just really opens the doors of perception, I think. (laughs) I agree, I agree. You know who loves to open the doors of perception? Corey Grella, she leaves him flapping in the breeze all the time. I think if you ever have a question about metaphysics as it relates to life insurance, talk to Corey Grella. (laughs) She knows what's up. Is your baby a different baby? Did you get two of the same baby? See what she thinks. Did you have two babies and then they morphed into one baby? Do you have a single baby that was two babies? It's possible. Call Corey Grella. (laughs) What about Harlem Township? You should go there. Check it out. I wonder what the rate of twins is in Harlem Town. Probably very high. Imagine that all the good vibes and the fresh air and the green grass probably makes everyone extra fertile. You'd think everybody's ovaries. Popping eggs out like fucking nuts. Just raining eggs. 
Yeah. Poo 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 poo. Like that. <laughs> Shooting them out. <laughs> Watch out. Here they come. <laughs> if, you, if you would like your tubes to open up and rain eggs, Harlem Township is the place to be. Whether it's the fresh air, the nice friends, the nice friends, the big dam of water. <laughs> Or just the feeling you get when you drive the seven roads in Harlem Township. Right. This episode was suggested to us by Angela and Knights of Suburbia, by the way. So thank you, ladies, for suggesting some good episode for us today. Two of them. Love you. What a coincidence. Two of them. Oh, are they twins? That's a conspiracy theory. Well, the sound off in the Discord is Angela and Knights of Suburbia twins. Discuss. They had the same idea for a podcast episode. Could Maybe be, they are. Could be reunited after all these years. So hop on in the Discord. If you haven't subscribed yet, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity is the way to get in. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. I love you. Yeah.